0: Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 64. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode. So glad you've tuned in today because I think you're going to take um, a massive golden nugget away from today's episode and it could possibly put you in a better frame of mind moving forward and it's going to lead to more consistent and, uh, and optimal results for you and your health and your body composition. So what today's episode is about is why I want you to put the scales away and why they are irrelevant. Now, I've been working as a personal trainer now for four years as an online coach for three years. And the most reoccurring thing that comes up in my questionnaires or just communicating with clients, whether that's in person or whether that's online, is the negative feedback around the scale weight or, or almost an obsession around scale weight and the number on the scales. And people really are, you know, their, their mood or, you know, the way they think about their progress or the way they feel about how they're doing with their training Um, with their eating and, you know, just life in general is dependent on a number on the scales. And to me, I think that's bullshit. And, you know, I've seen firsthand how that can completely ruin someone and ruin their results, ruin their progress and their overall mindset and their mental health, their mental state. Because, you know, for all things to go well with the fat loss phase, muscle building phase, or just general health and wellness in general, your mindset needs to be in a good place. You need to have a positive mindset. You need to be able to see the small wins, celebrate the small wins. Um, you know, you need to be able to pat yourself on the back when you're doing well and recognize when you're making progress. Because setting those small goals each and every week and seeing yourself achieve those, you know, it's, it makes you feel good. It makes you it makes you motivated to continue improving. But if you're continually down about a number on the scales um, or you have unrealistic Goals around a number on the scales, then you know you 're kind of setting yourself up for disaster and setting yourself up for a negative mindset around eating around training and around seeing results and you know in your eyes, you may never be progressing where in actual fact you could be progressing, but because the number on the scales is not what you want it to be or not what you expect it to be in your eyes, you're not doing well. Now, I just wanted to go through a couple of examples, first of all, um, how the scales have been irrelevant um, for either myself or for my clients. So firstly for myself, when I initially got into health and fitness, you know, I tried anything and everything. I read up on a lot of articles and watched a lot of videos and just tried everything you could possibly think of, which is kind of where how I've got to where I am today and the knowledge that I have. But along the way, you're obviously gonna pick up some pretty bad thing. So at one stage, I was 63 kilos. Um, I'm just under six foot and 63 kilos, you know, it's severely underweight. In my eyes, I thought I was lean, I thought I was ripped, I thought I looked good. And what I was doing with my nutrition is I was basically not eating enough carbs, nowhere near enough carbs. I was probably not getting enough protein, probably not getting enough fat, and overall calorie intake was nowhere near enough. But, you know, in my eyes, I'm looking at the scales, seeing what I'm weighing. 63 kilos, that's good. If I see the weight go up too much or I feel like I've eaten some shitty food and the weight goes up, you know, I'd exercise or I'd cut calories to try and get back there because I think that I'm putting on fat. Now, when I started following flexible dieting, when I started tracking my workouts and looking into the the scientific or the science The evidence-based nutrition and training methods that I follow today, you know, I realized that it came down to how much lean muscle mass I was holding. I started tracking my calorie intake. I started tracking my workouts, taking the focus away from the scales and pretty much not using them at all and started basing my progress on, one, how I felt, two, how I looked, three, how I was performing in the gym, and four, just feedback from people around me. Um, Because... You know, I'm going to give you another example before I go into a little bit more detail about why the scales are just no good and why I think you should put them away. And there's obviously a time and place where they can be helpful. For example, I'm in a contest prep at the moment and, you know, just so I can make sure the trend of my weight is, is going down at, you know, to some degree over the span of my prep, I'm taking my weight every single morning on an empty stomach. Now, I know that might sound contradicting to what I'm trying to tell you guys. The only reason I'm doing that is because that gives me an average over the span of the week. And I'm going to get into a little bit more detail about that um, after this next example. So example number two is I had a client that started with me. um, He was around, I think it was 75 kilograms Hadn't really done much strength training and was what I would call skinny fat. So his body fat percentage was high. He didn't have much lean muscle mass. And, you know, he looked, he was thin. He wasn't that heavy, but he just didn't look like he had much shape. No real definition around his muscles or anything like that. So, over the span of 12 weeks, um, I drastically increased his calorie intake um, to the point where, you know, he was struggling to get in the amount of food I wanted him to eat per day. We put him on a structured strength and conditioning program and he progressed. He didn't worry about the scales. He sent me progress photos every single week. We got his waist measurement. Um, I got a good gauge of how he was feeling at the end of every week. And at the end of that 12 weeks, his weight was exactly the same. Now, if I showed you the before and after photos, you wouldn't believe me because it's night and day, the difference between his physique from start to finish. And not only his, his physique, but how he felt, how he's performing in the gym, his energy levels throughout the day. It was just completely different. But the scale number was exactly the same. So, in some people's eyes, that's a failure, or that's not exactly what they were after, because the number's different. You know, he might have if if he came into our program and said to me, "By the end of this, I want to be seventy kilos," and we got to the end, and he looked amazing, like he did, and he was still seventy five. In his eyes, that would have been a failure. But what I try and preach with my clients and with anybody that I come across, really, is that scales are not everything, and in fact, it's the last thing that I worry about when I'm tracking someone's progress. So, the reason why, you know, I think scales are shit. Firstly, because as I mentioned, it it can cause a negative mindset around your progress, and the reason for that is because one, most people weigh in at random times. Okay, so it might be after the gym, it could be first thing in the morning, it might be before bed, you might be in clothes one week and not in clothes the next week, you might be wearing shoes one week, not wearing shoes the next week, and this plays a massive role in your your actual weight on the scales the number on the scales so the first thing is people just weigh themselves in inconsistent um inconsistent conditions the second thing is if even if you are weighing yourself first thing in the morning but it's only once a week you know you might weigh yourself on a friday That one week you might have had your last meal at six o'clock drank heaps of water that day so you're flushing out your system a lot you didn't have much sodium you woke up the next morning and you were 63 kilos the next week, you weighed yourself on Friday morning, but on that Thursday night, you, know, you had to work late. Um, you then had a bit of pizza before bed, which was high in sodium, high in carbohydrates, which makes you hold more water because it's filling up your glycogen stores. Um, and The next morning, you weigh in, and you're 65 or 66 kilos, and you go to yourself, what am I doing here? I'm obviously doing something wrong. I need to change this, and then you make drastic changes when you don't actually need to because what happens, guys, is your weight fluctuates a lot. Um, for females, it can fluctuate a lot depending on your hormones. For males and females, it can it can fluctuate a lot depending on how many carbohydrates you've had the day before, or you know even hours before. Your weight doesn't just fluctuate from day to day or week to week. It fluctuates from hour to hour. It's that inconsistent. So, you know, if you are eating a diet high in carbohydrates, um, or you have a lot of carbohydrates before bed, which I don't. Um, you know, I don't not recommend I think that's fine. As long as you hit your, your carbohydrate intake by the end of the day, then you're going to see results. But the next morning, you may be a little bit heavier on the scales. <clears throat> Excuse me. You may be heavier on the scales because your body's holding more water. Carbohydrates draw water in. Okay, so you know, the next day, the scales might say you're a little bit heavier than what you were the week before when in actual fact, you might be actually lighter but your body's holding more water, if that makes sense. So the reason that I, at the moment, am using these scales is because you know, I'm measuring a number of different aspects of my, my physique during this cut. Okay, I'm doing lean muscle mass, I'm doing skin folds, I'm doing progress photos, waist measurements, all this stuff, and I use the scales on a weekly average. I take it every single day, first thing in the morning after I go to the bathroom um, and, after, and before I get dressed. Okay, so it's consistent. Now, an example earlier this week, Monday, Tuesday, um, I weighed in and my weight was up substantially. Now in the past, if that had been my one weigh in for the week, I would have changed something with my nutrition. I would have changed something with my training to counter counteract that. Okay, so I would have done more cardio. I would have dropped my calories. When in actual fact, you know, this week I wasn't worried about it at all. Two or three days in a row, I weighed in a lot heavier than what I was last week. Whereas today and yesterday, I weighed in the lowest I have for prep so far. Okay, and it, and that's purely because you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I might have been having more sodium or not enough water throughout the day, so I didn't flush out enough. Okay, there's so many factors that come into play. It also depends on when you train last. You know, the list goes on. There's so many things that can fluctuate your weight, which is just not a good indicator of your progress and of your weight loss or even your muscle gain. Okay, that's that's another thing. When you're trying to gain weight or gain muscle, you want to be adding weight at a optimal rate. You don't want to be adding too much weight too fast because it's more than likely going to be fat. But if you're weighing yourself in once a week. Um, and even if it is once a week under the same conditions it still can vary. So you know you might have gone up 2 kilos in one week on the scales that is. Um and then you go okay well next week I'm not going to eat in as much of a surplus because I'm gaining way too quick but you could have been holding water you could have you know there's just so, <clears throat> as I said there's so many variables that it's just unrealistic to base your progress off a number on the scales. And you know for me the more I do my online coaching the more and more I learn more about people's mindset and what you know what they're actually thinking in their, their emotional I guess emotional state when they're trying to lose weight, and especially in females that are caught up on the weight on the scales. You know, I have clients that email me or call me saying that you know this week you know they're extremely upset with themselves. They'll say this week I hit my macros, I did all my training, I increased my lifts, um, I drank plenty of water. You know, the list goes blah 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 blah. The list goes on, but my weight is exactly the same. And I say, and, and you know, the other thing is they may say my waist, my, my waist measurement has gone down. You know, my jeans feel like they're fitting a little looser than usual, but my weight's still the same. I said, well, who cares? The weight doesn't mean anything. The number on the scales doesn't mean anything at all. You know, you look, um, you know, look at a bodybuilder, for example. Um, you know, this is an extreme example, but look at a bodybuilder when he gets on stage or she, he or she gets on stage. Could be absolutely shredded. Um. And you know they, they might be, they might look insane and they could be you know 60 kilos and you're standing next to another bodybuilder who looks even better, but he might be 55 kilos okay or he might be 70 kilos. What, it doesn't matter what your weight is it's how you look, how you feel, how your clothes are fitting, um, and your general energy levels throughout the day and your performance in the gym because in the end of the day it comes down to you know the main priority for you should be how you feel. Um, How you feel about your body and how you feel about your self image, and and also how you're training in the gym, your performance. Because, you know, what's the point of, you know, basing all of your happiness around a number on the scales if you're performing shit in the gym? You can't lift any heavier. Um, You can't run faster on the the track you always go for a run on, or you're not recovering well. You know, what's what's the point of that? Okay, another example I had the other day is somebody wanted to lose a, a drastic amount of weight over a short period of time because they had a number in mind that they wanted to be at for a specific date, okay? And it was like nine kilos or something like that. You know, that would have looked horrible if I had lost nine kilos in that short period of time, okay? But instead, we then changed the goal to focusing on building lean muscle mass and reducing the body fat, okay? Or at least maintaining muscle mass, reducing body fat, and forgetting about the number on the scales, okay? And now, so what I want you to replace this with, so obviously you're probably thinking, okay, so how do I judge my progress if I'm not weighing myself? The best ways that I feel as though you should be judging your progress off is, you know, if you're very, se- if you're a serious athlete or if you're someone that wants to take this really seriously, I would recommend getting either a DEXA scan or an in-body scan semi regularly. Um, the next best thing, skin folds. So whether it's seven or eight sites, skin folds. I'm doing eight at the moment every single week, getting measured by the same person. The next thing is your waist measurement, okay, around your belly button get this every single week under the same conditions, even if you need to do it every morning to get an average over the span of the week, because that is going to be a great indicator of whether or not you are losing body fat. The third thing is progress photos, okay? Taking progress photos in the same lighting, wearing the same stuff, um, under the same conditions is going to be the most honest feedback you can get. It's going to show you exactly how you're looking. It's not. It's not going to worry about what the number is on the scales. It's gonna. You're going to be able to see it with your own eyes whether you're making changes to your physique. Okay. Um, the next thing is how you're feeling. How are you actually feeling? Are you feeling like you're lighter, or are you feeling like you're putting on muscle mass, or are you feeling like you've got more energy throughout the day? Because, like I said, that's one of the main things you should be thinking about. And 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 the last thing, or, or the other thing that I find extremely. Um, Extremely effective is how your clothes are fitting, all right? So are your clothes fitting exactly the same? If you're trying to lose weight, are they starting to get a little looser? Um, you might need to do up another bu- another buckle on your belt or something like that. If you're trying to gain weight, you know, your pants might be starting to fit a little bit tighter. Use that as a guideline, guys, because the, as I've mentioned, I've said it a thousand times already today, the number on the scales doesn't mean anything, okay? So I hope that for any of you listening today that do get caught up, um with weighing yourself and get caught up with kind of the emotional state after you weigh yourself whether it's good or bad um, and judging your progress off that number i hope you can this today this, this podcast episode can help you kind of transition into focusing on the things that are more important. And I guarantee, you know, one, you'll see better results, but two, you'll feel a lot better about yourself, which is which is, um, which is, is the main thing, guys. So I hope you've taken something out of today. If you have, make sure you leave a review for, for me on the podcast. Let me know what you think. Um, give it, Give it a five-star rating, guys. I'd really, really appreciate that. And if you haven't subscribed already, please do. I really do look forward to sharing next week's episode with you. Hope you're having a fantastic day, and I'll chat to you in the next one.